we gonna get this thing going one way or another. Just gotta be able to talk to you guys, man, about this. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. My name is Law Nation. This is the Law Nation Show. Pretty much, I uh, talk Cowboys. This is a Cowboy-centric show. If you guys have yet to see me before, this is who I am. We back in the building. We in the house. We in the mix. We are all around this thing. And once and form, first and foremost, Cowboys Nation, not everybody's lying about you. And my thing is, my whole point, my whole argument to this whole detail, I hope you guys are able to hear me. Shout out to Callaway, the best way for jumping into the chat box. You guys can hit me up on my YouTube page, which is where I can see your comments and questions, and this sort of thing. Um, it's, it's one of those things, man, where we got to figure out a way. Now, yesterday, yesterday I did a show, and, and we said, is it culture or is it coaching problems? And in the culture aspect of everything shows that sometimes in life, if you don't have that mean, that aggressive, that coach that can really push the push the needle on the thread and set and, and set things right, the president, then there'd be times like this. Because now, although this uh, situation that happened with the Marquez White, I do know it has happened a year ago or what have you in 2017, and now it's coming out to the forefront. Uh, of course, we the article says that pretty much so. It was a road rage. Uh, he felt that he was in, in danger of his life, so he pulled out a weapon, basically. That's, that's me paraphrasing. The, the whole article will be posted in the link below once I finish this post. But the thing is, it's time for a change. We must have some type of threat out there. And Marquez White is my dark horse. I've been telling everybody for, for, for the, I guess, before this even season started that Marquez White is the guy that I'm telling everybody that he has the range. He has the length. He has the size. He'll fit what Chris Richard is trying to implement in his system. But when you don't have the mindset and the fortitude to be able to just play out there on Sundays, when you have this type of stuff, I go back to saying that my grandfather always say not everybody is lying on you. And it's somehow shout out to Brandon Newkirk, too, as well. Thank you for joining in. Hey, somehow, some way they're going to have to figure this thing out. Now, is he one of the guys that if we had old Jimmy Johnson, will he set the example for? Would he be able to sit him down and say, OK, we're going to have to make you the sacrificial lamb. It's time for us to stop and, and, and go over this whole thing. I love the Tyree Robinson. I, I love the guys that we can, the Cal Q's of the world, the Cam Kelly. The depth chart is sick and nasty. But for something like this to happen to someone, sometimes you have to be, there's casualties in war. There are casualties in war. And uh, let me know if you guys are able to hear me correctly and hear me loudly and this sort of thing because. Uh, I don't see any feed on my other end. So I appreciate all you guys for tuning in to the show. Really do, man. Uh, let me see if I can pull this thing up. This is my first time going live on all platforms. And I'm on also, I'm on uh, Facebook. I'm seeing that everybody's seeing me live on Facebook too as well. I'm also live on Phantom. I'm also live on Dallas Prospect. Shout out to those channels too as well. This is your brother from another mother. No other. I don't look like Danny Glover, but I keep it cool for you guys. You guys know this is Law Nation. And we're going to talk the real. We're going to spit the fire. So everybody's saying I'm good, so I don't have to go nowhere. I don't have to check everything. Garrett is too soft. This is from Y Passive X. Double L. You know, this is the thing with Jason Garrett. 
we all had that. We all seen families with strict fathers, right? And this is my best analogy that I can use in this aspect. We've seen fathers with strict, with strict rules, meaning that I said this yesterday on my podcast. This is what we need to have done. If your curfew is 11 o'clock and you have one of those fathers who's got that strict, I'm talking about that absolutely strict attitude, right? Saying that you better be at home come hell and high waters at 11 o'clock. I don't care what the excuses are. Guess what? When you have that strict father, you're going to be there at 1045 because you know for sure you don't want any chances of you showing up late. And I think collectively with this coaching staff and with the philosophy of Jason Garrett, even trickling down from Jerry Jones himself, I think that the, the overall consensus of this team is very lax. There's no strict punishment. Sometimes in life, when you got you out there and you're doing things wrong, when you have that strict father, you're saying, although the curfew is at, is at 11 o'clock, I'm going to try to be my tail at home at 10, a whole hour to give myself cushion because I know that I don't want to face the ramifications. But you know what this coaching staff does and the philosophy of what trickles down from the top? Hey, Pops, you know, we got that relaxed type of environment. They they like, hey, Pops, you, you know um, – I know it's 11.01, I know it's 11.15, but see what had happened was the light turned red and I was so happened to be behind the wheel and I fell asleep and that's the reason why I'm late. All this stuff got to stop, guys. We got to have a guy to hold everybody accountable. Like Chris Richard said, it's something about not just being accountable, but then he said, I want dependability. I want my guys to be accountable and dependable because meaning that Shout out to Vaj Lombardi that's in the mix too as well, man. Shout out to you. I see you, bro. He want, he want us to be accountable and dependable, meaning that I can lean on you. The chair that I'm sitting on right now, the chair, the reason why I'm able to sit down is because the chair has four legs. And I can move this way and I can move that way without falling because this chair, I have the accountability to know that this chair will hold me up. So this chair is, I'm depending on this chair to hold me up. And that's why I'm able to sit down and talk to you guys. But when you have a weak side of the chair, if if the four legs on this chair is not able to be steady, it's not, not able to be stable enough, then I'm falling over everywhere. And we can point the fingers, we can do this and do that. But at some point, like my grandfather said, not everybody's lying on you. And we are the America's team. We should have somewhere inside of us saying that, okay, enough is enough. Enough is enough of enough is enough. So this type of stuff, we cannot have excuses. We have to figure out a way to say, okay, this chair is broken. This chair only has three legs and I cannot depend on this chair. So collectively, when I'm talking about the players that make the mistakes, that makes the bad decisions constantly or for, forever, the collective party of this team, whether it's DUI or whether it's I broke my foot. So I'm going to get in a three hundred and eighty five thousand dollar car and I'm going to try to race somebody or I'm drunk and I'm going to get hit the side of the wall. And then I immediately uh, tell on somebody and say, well, it's not my fault. I wasn't driving, but the keys was in the car. You see what I'm saying? That type of stuff. It shows that we don't have that accountability and dependability within the coaching staff. It have to be the buck have to stop somewhere. This is Texas song illegal to open and carry gun. Uh, open carry. This is an open carry state. 
you can, you have the right to carry guns. You have the right to actually uh, carry uh, armed weapons here. You have the right to protect yourself. You have those rights within Texas. But I understand that. But at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you this right here. When follow, when troubles find a way to follow your address, not everybody is lying on you. Not everybody is telling, saying that, hey, this guy is, is wrong. But when you have trouble knocking at your door constantly, consistently, then there's a problem. And I, 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 raised a, I raised this question here. Do the Dallas Cowboys, do they have a cultural problem or do they have a coaching problem? Let me know down in the comments down below. Just let me know. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, there's, 30, there's 31 other teams out there, and I do know that we have some issues with the other 31. But why in the world are they always falling on my beloved Cowboys? Let me know why. Just because the chair has three legs doesn't mean you can't use it. This is from Shane. <laughs> You're right. But can you depend on that chair with three legs? Are you able to just flop around and jump on that chair with three legs? This coaching staff have three legs at this point. One can argue the fact and say, well, hell, this chair, this chair may have two legs the way <laughs> Jerry Jones uh, tried to uh, push everything around. So we, I'm just trying to use this old analogy as the um, – just put it like this. Let me just switch it on you a little bit. Let's say your car only had three tires and you have a donut on one of them, a spare. Now, the operating uh, procedure of that car, you're not going to be able to use it at its max ability. Now, how ironic that the Dallas Cowboys, my beloved team, the team that I love, the silver and blue, this team right here. When you have this type of things happen over and over again, this is five years in a row. I'm not even talking about the, uh, the, the kid that had the uh, pulling out the weapons and having the assault charges at this point. I'm talking about this is five years in a row that a defensive player has been suspended. And I'm talking about David Irving, who I call Belly Irving. Although he had some off the field transgressions, we understand that. But still, collectively, five years in a row that we're not starting off with all four of our tires. We still have a spire, and we got to play against the, uh, the Carolina Panthers, and they're coming up with full force. They don't have the suspension that we have. So you mean to tell me the first four games without David Irving, which I call him Belly Irving because he's not in shape right now, we're not at full flesh. We're not at full strength. And when you have that type of situation that happens constantly and consistently over and over and over again, there's a culture problem. There's not enough scare tactics within this organization to have your butt. Like I said, if you have that strict father who says, OK, I want you to be at home at 11 o'clock. We come in at home at 1125, 1115, 1111. And we say, hey, pops, you know what? <laughs> it's not my fault. You know, it's everybody else's fault. At some point, we got to have somebody to be set as an example. Yeah. And that's just what it is. Uh, shout out to him to uh, Cruzan. Who's at Cruzan 26? What's up, Law? And Vaj, shout out to you, man. <laughs> Law, stop. You know, it's Vaj Lombardi. How can I stop? I'm just telling the facts out here. I'm telling the truth what everybody needs to know. This is the thing that what people have to know. When you have a team and you're not full flesh, you're not full game, game loaded and ready to rock, and you and you shooting yourself in the foot. There's somehow to have to be a, an accountability aspect of this team. You cannot be the Terrence Williams of the world. You supposed 
let's 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 move on to my guy Terrence Williams. I love the brother. Shout out to you, T. Will. You guys know I love T. Will, the body catcher and all. You know I love you, T. Will. But you already knew you broke your foot, right? And so you decided to get behind the wheel and drink and have a little libation. You see what I'm saying? And you decided that you want to get behind that car and drive and not call Uber and Lyft or the NFL who can drop you off and take you wherever, wherever you need to go. You decided to do that knowing, knowing that you did had a, a, a subpar mediocre year last year, right? We do know you signed a $19 million cushion pay, you know, payday. But still at the end of the day, the Cowboys drafted two players. Michael Gallup, who's my pet cat on the offensive side. Hopefully, Michael Gallup don't have no other issues out there as far as the offense. Hopefully, he can just get out there and ball like he's supposed to. And then also you have Cedric Wilson, who I say, who's pretty much a guy that can line up inside. He can do the vertical routes, and he has some quick, subtle speed. Don't have the short area quickness like a Michael Gallup, but he can't get the separation up the scene. And I'm telling you, the guy is nasty because he, he knows this game already because his father he can come from a good stock, a good pedigree, and I think that he's coming out ready to ball. So you see the writing on the wall, T-Will. And you get the DUI. You, you riding your bike and you hitting your face against the curb. But Cowboys Nation, we would say, hey, everybody deserve a mistake and everybody deserve a second chance. No, at some point he need to have a good stern lecture. <laughs> Somebody need to sit him down and talk to him and say, hey, within this organization, even if it's a peer amongst peers, even if it's a player, even if it's the Deshaun Lees of the world, even if it's one of the offensive guys that say, hey, man, we need your butt out there on the field. We, you're supposed to be the leader of this locker room. You're supposed to be the leader of this team coming out here as far as the wide receiver play. You have, you have the most seasoned time out here outside of Cole Beasley. Shout out to uh, Mr. Wright for making the donation to help grow the nation, man. Appreciate it. Keep him. Too many people out here trying to get rich. Yeah. Yeah. Too many people trying to get rich, man. And, and it is what it is. Hey, we got to figure out something. And uh, in this article, I'm going to move over to uh, this article. I thank everybody for still tuning in to the nation, man. Appreciate you guys. Like I said, I'm on all platforms. Don't forget to subscribe to my uh, podcast, too, as well. I'm on iTunes, SoundCloud, everywhere you name it and claim it. You pull up Law Nations and you will see me in the mix. So uh, with that being said, yeah, let's, let, let me pull up this article. And just scheme through it if I can find it on this day. <laughs> I'm a one-man crew right right now today. So just bear with me. Uh, all right. So he got an opening statement. It's on uh, 247sports.com, NFL. I'm going to post the link down below. Um, he, he said that pretty much so the, uh, the guy ran him off the road. I'm just paraphrasing. And he gave him some racial slurs. This is about uh, my guy Marquez White. And uh, it got up under his skin, and, um, and he pulled out his uh, weaponry, and uh, he tried to defend himself. But like I said, when you have these issues consistently occurring within the Cowboys nation, there, there are an underlying problem altogether collectively. And uh, it's just what it is, guys. Uh, check the link out. Check out the page. You guys know how it goes. Shout out, shout out. Let me see who else we got in here. Ricky Madison, shout out to you too as well. Who else we got uh, in the mix? Shout out to Say Prime Time. Listen to it. Listen to it. Wi-Fi lit. Yeah. Man, I'm trying, man. Chris Shaw, man. What's up, man? My brother from another mother, Todd Bailey. What's going on? Knew something would happen break before camp. Hey, 
Cowboys, Cowboys, if you guys like me, if you guys just like me, all we want to know is no news is good news. That's what we want to know. Because as soon as these news start popping around and showing around, we sitting there like, oh, man, we just feed the media. We feed the national media each and every time. Uh, and it's just how it goes, man. It's just always something that comes into the mix. And I didn't even want to do this, man. Shout out to Jay Reese, man, who sent me the uh, link. And he said, Law, check this out, man. Check out this, man. Marquez White, your your dark horse is, is, in, is in the news, man. What's up, Belly? What's going on? And that's facts. That's Vodge Lombardi, man. What's up, man? Um, White is safe. You know, this is from Wiki Madison. According, yeah, he is safe in a sense. Think about it. He's six foot two and a half. He had the length, the range and stuff like that. But what I'm saying is collectively, at some point, this bad news, this bad dark cloud, whatever happened, whatever mirror that Jerry Jones done bust, whatever ladder that we done walked under, whatever black cat that ran across our stadium or ran across our face, we need to figure out how can we solve this? Because still at the end of the day, too, as well, we talk about this defense. We need to get this defense from eighth ranked overall to top three, to top four. And the only way that can happen, if we bring all our dogs out here, the troops, everybody be ready to play. And that's the only way this thing can happen. T-Will having shown smarts both on and off the field. That's from Eric Payne. Shout out to you, man. Let me just see if I can pull this up so everybody can see y'all wonderful comments out there. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, uh, let me see if I can move this thing around. Y'all see my little TV? It's, it's tight, ain't it? <laughs> It's a little 13-inch TV. You guys see it on the background, boy. Let me see if I can move it around for you. Yes. Yes. Let me see if you can see all that. Yeah. So now you guys can see the comment just a little bit if you got to squint your eyes, you know, my 13-inch TV. Uh, what else we got? Steve Scargo. Get over it. <laughs> I can't read that fast, man. I got to slow this thing around. I'm just learning this my first time on this particular platform with the highlights and everything going. But shout out to everybody. This is the thing. These are the things that we need We need to see down the line coming around through training camp. For one, we don't need to hear no more news like this. Number two, we need to figure out who's going to be the dog, who's going to step it up, who's going to be the hidden. Tell me, is it going to be Cal Q? Is it going to be the Tyree Robinsons of the world? Even is it going to be this Marquez White? Although it happened 2017, will he be the guy to step it up? Or will it be the, uh, the emergence of Xavier Woods? We know he's going to start, right? And, and we already talked about uh, can Byron Jones be a shutdown? This is from Save Prime Time. Uh, give Byron Jones a chance. I think that, uh, that he may can, you know. Uh, what do you think? This is from, uh, I can't read your name that fast. My contacts already dried out. But he said, what do you think about uh, E.T.? The, the third Earl, Earl Thomas Earl, I call him Earl the Pearl Thomas coming to Dallas me at this point I'm really tired I'm so tired I'm so tired of the Earl Thomas talk either you're going to play for us or not either they're going to trade for you or they're not now the waiting game is here the way we can wait on this whole thing would be sit back wait for next season and say okay what kind, of, what kind of hometown discount you can join on for, you know, because that's the only thing that I can see with Earl Thomas, you know. But outside of that, hopefully the, the Seahawks see something that they can say, okay, we know that we're going to lose this player anyway. We already have Cam Chancellor leaving out. Maybe if we can squeeze some draft picks, maybe they will supplement us 
and certain factors, and we can get Earl Thomas on. And this is what I want to bring out. And I forgot the name of the person who gave me the insight information on this. He said, Law, next time you go on air, talk about this. And he was saying that, and just comment down below. If Earl come, that doesn't mean that Jeff Heath doesn't play. So, so many people have the notion and the mindset to put if Earl Thomas comes, Jeff Heath is immediately not playing. No. Can you imagine? And then on top of that, Earl plays the free, and Jeff Heath, sometimes he plays the box safety. He comes down. He can hit. He got the hammer, and Jeff Heath is a 4-3-8 guy, so he's fast. So it doesn't mean that you're going to bench and not ever see Jeff Heath. To me personally, I love Jeff Heath as a rotational guy anyway. So with that being said, if Earl the Pearl Thomas come out here and play for the Dallas Cowboys, the America's team, that silver and blue that's going to look so nice with that 2-9 on his jersey, if he come out here and play, then that will be a wonderful thing. That, that speaks volumes of what this team can do because I also added on my other podcast the other day, I said this right here. Law Nation said this. If you put Earl back there, we already marvel. We marvel at Sean Lee and his ability to cover out in space and put people in right places, right? And can you imagine now, you have an extra Sean Lee out there. That's what Earl Thomas can do for this team. And then we can only have one reservation. We can only have one reservation on this team from here on out, and that would be that defensive front. Think about this. Rob Marinellick, he can turn water into wine at times out there with that front four with his orphans and things like that. But this front four to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, this front four is so finesse. They don't have a dog that's in the middle that can just take over two people. And I'm talking about that big, nasty nose tackle that can line up at zero and can demand a double team and push that pocket back. What we have is a finesse front four that people can come off the edge set up the tackle, and get sacks and this sort of thing. So we playing, look at the type of quarterback we playing for the first four, four weeks, right? We playing the Cam Newton. Cam, ooh, Cam. We want to be able to stop Cam, and the best thing to do is make that, that pocket where he can step up into uncomfortable. If you can make Cam Newton one, let me see what time I'm at, 514. You guys remind me when you get close to 530. I got I to run, but... We want to make Cam Newton one-dimensional. You want to flush Cam Newton out. You want to get him skating. I do know that he's a running. To me personally, Cam Newton is like a college type of quarterback. Once he get his free range, once he get that momentum going, he Superman that thing, you don't want him to start playing with the lead. You want to rush him off his marker, and you want to be able to create the pressure and force Cam Newton to pass the ball fast. And the best way you can do that is Straight pressure up that middle. Billy D. Williams. What is it? Man 213. He called me Billy D. Harden. He called me Billy D. Williams. And now he called me Billy D. Harden. Hey, man, the refrigerator Perry junkyard dog. He just thinking. <laughs> no, you know, I'm eight years older than James Harden. So James Harden looked like law. You guys put that in the, out there into the atmosphere. Dallas fan, no more Tampa 2. I, I still think that they're going to run some versions of Tampa 2 with Chris Richard. And um, I think they're just going to do that. You know, it's it, it just the way it is. Uh, this is from Shane. Uh, he said, Law Taco Casa, uh, Taco Bueno. Let's say, uh, let's, let's think of a new name, Taco Saka. You know, let's think of, let, let's use that name. Somebody go trademark that name right quick. 
Taco Saka. You know, that's going to be his name if he get out there and make some things happen. Dak Run 52. Uh, he said, Jeremiah X is dead on the money. I don't know what Jeremiah said. Vodge got a new video. Shout out to Vodge, man. Go check him out there for my guy, Say Prime Time. I'm reading the comment sections from uh, my YouTube page. To YouTube page, so you go out there and check. Uh, Polo Polo, no Cali, no doubt, you know. <laughs> yeah, so let me get back to this defense and the first four uh, opponents that we play. You know, sometimes I get off topic, you know, just got to help a brother out. I'm a one-man crew at this point. Shout out to producer G, my guy, Big Game James, Silver and Blue Nation, Dallas Prospect, DDP. You guys know who they are. Vach Lombardi, Ari, shout out to you too as well. Phantom, hey, we live like 95. You guys know how this thing go. Y'all, around, let your brother from another mother get on this mix. You know I'm going to bring the thunder when it's in this wave, way, way, way down from under. You guys know. And I'm not sitting on a chair with three legs. I'm sitting on a chair with four legs. <laughs> yeah, so this is the thing. <clears throat> with this front four, I already said they finesse, and I already said that you do not want to give the uh, Carolina Panthers momentum because that's the style of the quarterback. The other thing that we fail to realize, too, is that also the Carolina Panthers, they they got Nove Turner. And if everybody knows Nove Turner, him and Jason Garrett, they know one another. I think Nove Turner coached Jason Garrett. So I think that Jason Garrett has not changed the playbook since 1990. So this is the same playbook. So there are going to be some times uh, that, that they may have a bead on what we are trying to do with this offense. But I did say this too as well. The thing that we can be looking back on and say, okay, bravo. There's no more Jason Witten. Meaning that now you can run different personnel looks. You can run the 10 personnel, meaning that you have the running back with maybe three tight ends or run four tight not three tight ends, three uh, wide receivers, and you can run out uh, four wide receivers. You can do that now uh, with the new personnel that we have. And then also the 20, per- <clears throat> excuse me, you got the 20 personnel too as well. You can now run the 20 personnel, meaning that now you have two, four, you can have a fullback and a running back that's in the backfield, and you can spread the ball out too as well. So those are things that we can do now. We can do a lot of stuff. Shout out to Sand Demand 213 again. Hey, man, it is what it is, brother. Uh, Cowboys Nation for the thugging, thugging it out. Yeah, <laughs> we've been thugging it out. Now, moving forward beyond the Panthers, let's just t- let's dive into these Giants right quick. Just right quick. The Giants, when we play them week two, the thing that they're going to try to do, they, everybody, they, they did like this. Let me take a page out of the Cowboys book and get Saquon Barkley and get Will Hernandez. They're going to try to be a run first team. That's, that's what they're going to try to be. And uh, shout out to Taco Saka, <laughs> my guy Taco Charlton. Uh, there's some clip out there where he was dominating Saquon Barkley back in college. Hopefully he can do the same thing on this next level. And I'm not calling Saquon Barkley the second comment of Ezekiel Elliott mixed with uh, Le'Veon Bell. But it is quite possible that you can still make Eli Manning one-dimensional. If you shut down the run, because if Sean Lee is out there, I've been saying this too as well on the last podcast. Go check out the podcast down below. The link should be in the description box if you're on my YouTube page. I said this for two as well. When you have Sean Lee out there, there's a slim chance of a team getting 100 yards rushing because that guy is a brain. He's like the almanac of the of the off what the offense trying to do. He knows where every route you're trying to go, and he will shut it down. And did I mention Jalen Smith? 
Did I mention that he don't have that brace no more? Did I mention that Jalen Smith uh, should be flying out to the ball and everybody going to be saying LVE, LVE, who's, a, who's got range, who can cover out in space too as well. So uh, it's going to look nice against the uh, Giants. But this, these are the things we must do. Once again, we cannot let Eli, 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 Eli get momentum. You got to figure out a way to jump out and get the league early. And once you get the lead, you can figure out other ways to compress that that offense that they have. And you can take Odell, I'm sorry, Odell Beckham. I call Odell Odell. You can take him out of the mix. And then on top of that, too, as well, you can really make this team one-dimensional. It's OVA. It's over. You got 10 minutes, Law. Appreciate it, Kevin Williamson. You, you already know I got to pick up the baby from the daycare. So I got to really, I'm going to squeeze out everything. I'll squeeze out everything. So uh, Gladiator Sean Lee, this is from Warpath. Yes, he is the Gladiator. So what Sean Lee, and if don't don't let us get Earl Thomas because the, the rating is going to be so wicked when you talk about the third game. To me personally, the third game of the season we play against the Seattle Seahawks. This is going to be a homecoming game for Chris Richard. This is going to be a welcoming game for Chris Richard. And it's going to be one of those things. Thank, thank you, Chris Shaw, for that. Uh, that's going to be something that we're really going to be looking at. And how can you stop little Russell Wilson? You know, you see him dancing with his old lady, right? The way we're going to have to stop Russell Wilson, it's the same technique that you got to stop Cam Newton. You cannot let the little guy get comfortable in the pocket, although he does pass well when he roll out. But this is the thing. You got to knock him off the market. And by us not being 100% because Belly Irvin is not out there because he didn't take the test. I digress. That kind of rhymes. But either, neither here nor there, we got to figure out a way to stop this madness that can happen in the middle. And if we can figure out a way to get Jihad Ward and Brian Price, go look up their film session, film session and check that out. I'm trying to talk fast because I'm trying to speed it up so I can get to the fourth game because these are the games without David Irvin. We got to figure out a way to create pressure and create the moment of time to collapse everything and actually have these guys throwing the ball quicker. We do know that Chris Richard said with his mindset that he want to have his guys up front up on the line, pressing, and he wants the quarterback to make the decision before they even try to pass. They're saying that, okay, I got this Byron Jones who's quick and nasty, like quick, nasty, quick, physical, strong guy. You can only imagine what he did against tight ends. Can you imagine Byron Jones lined up against the opposition, the wide receivers, taking them out of the mix, playing that press? If you can get Russell Wilson be one-dimensional and not kill you with his legs and don't get the running ball, not get in the running game uh, together, then we can figure out a way to jump on his team. And then the fourth team, I'm going to move over to, I think we played the, ah, my mind is gone. I think we played the Lions. Uh, charge it to my head, not my heart, if we don't play the Lions. But I think that coming out of the gate, I think that Matthew Stafford, He's going to light us up like a Roman candle. That's just my guy. He, he passes the ball so nasty and neat. It's just fantastic. Highland Park uh, hero. You guys know that Matthew Stafford, he got a bone to pick, an axe to grind with the Cowboys. I think that that's going to be the game that we're going to get our run for the money. We, we played the first few teams with defense, but I think that this team right here, this Lions, this will be the sleeper game. This is going to be the game that everybody's going to be like sitting at the edge of their seats. This this game everybody gonna want want to watch, but uh yeah Dallas fan no more lining up ten yards and beyond yeah um 
You forgot about Dayton Jones. This is from Darren Davis. Yeah, Dayton Jones has been a Cowboys killer. Uh, go back and watch my film session on him. Uh, Dayton Jones, I think that him lining up at three is going to be decent. I'm not going to say that he's going to be like that force to be reckoned with. I just have to see him in a live game and see what he's going to do. Hey, it is what it is, man. Uh, don't do as well in zone. Yeah, we never – we never did that well in zone, the Cowboys. Uh, shout out to you, man, for saying Law Nation stand up. Yeah, everybody Law Nation stand up. Connor William is a beast. This is from Jonathan Cook. The guy is beyond a beast. He's just medieval. Go check out Vodge Lombardi uh, film session on uh, Connor Williams. Oh, score prediction. I like this. 21-23. This is from, the, uh, from my guy, Say Primetime. What's good? Um. I, hey, I'm going to give you guys, I'm going to sprinkle it in. The Lions score prediction is going to be like 38-31. You guys pick who win. But this, 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 that's how that Lions game is going to be. 38-31 is going to be, the scoreboard is going to be lighting up. It's going to be a real nice game. Uh, we have five pro bowlers on defensive side. Mm, Jordan Lewis, Cheeto Bear-Wouzier, uh, Jalen Smith, uh, Sean Lee. I don't know. I don't know, boy. I don't know. Wiggle Bells, my brother from another mother. No other, man. Wiggle Bells with the black hands out there, man. I see you, bro. I see you. Cowboys 35, Lions 28. Jod H. Yeah. That would be nice, man. That would be nice. Damn, 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 damn. Knowledge, a.k.a. Vach got a film on C. Pancake Williams. Yeah, saying the man, go, man. It's funny, man, because he, he talk about how he put that nose down in the dirt, man, on this uh, Connor Williams. Don't get a ticket, law. Yeah, I got a rub, man. You guys know uh, where to find me. Uh, that's at Laws Nations on Facebook, at Laws Nations on YouTube as well, and at Laws Nation with the S on Instagram. Shout out to my Instagram followers. You guys got to beef that Instagram follow up. And also, on I'm on uh, Twitch. Uh, live like 95 there. I got to beef that Twitch game up too. Hopefully I can, during the season, I can get out to Fortnite. And uh, I'm more of an adventurous gamer. Maybe I can get out Assassin's Creed. You know, one of those type of games down the line, you know. And shout out to Periscope too as well. It's Law Nation at Periscope. So uh, check that out. And uh, that's all the time I have for today. I really thank you for yours. And remember, you guys are listening to nothing but the best. Salute. Let's jam out to this God of War type of 300 type of music. Let If I can find it. Where I can find that music at? Where is that? There she go. Let's jam out to this thing right here. Let's jam out to it, man. I appreciate all y'all in the mix, man. You guys know. You know I'm ready. I'm crunk. Salute. You know you tied your tie for real, man. Look at all, man. 